This is a Squeeze podcast. We're your shortcut to being informed. Good morning, I'm Kate Watson. And I'm Claire Kimball. It's Monday the 8th of March. In your Squeeze today, the effect of government ministers leave. China continues to tighten its grip on Hong Kong. Two losses across the ditch. And that interview. This is your Squeeze today. Australia's Defence Minister Linda Reynolds was due to return to work today after a period of sick leave, but yesterday she announced that would be extended until the end of March. This comes after scrutiny of her handling of a rape allegation by former staff member Brittany Higgins. And of course, Claire, Attorney General Christian Porter is also on medical leave for a fortnight after being accused of the sexual assault of a woman some 30 years ago, something he denies. Claire, Defence Minister and Attorney General are big jobs, so not having these two around for a number of weeks has implications. It sure does. They're both very senior ministers and they both have a lot on their plates. Both are part of the National Security Committee, which is an issue, of course, when it comes to looking at what that might mean for Australia more broadly. But when it comes to their portfolios, Porter was due to negotiate the government's new industrial relations policy with senators. The hope was that it would be passed by the middle of this month and that now looks unlikely despite the acting minister Michaelia Cash hustling for that. When it comes to Reynolds, she's overseeing a great big submarine project. She also has the Brereton report to deal with. And there was a fair level of criticism coming her way yesterday from Labor, particularly Senator Christina Keneally, who asked whether she was up to it and questioned whether she really should resign. In saying that also, Christina Keneally questioned whether Senate estimates was something Linda Reynolds was trying to avoid. That's where senators get to grill ministers. As far as for where things are at with Christian Porter, not a whole lot has changed over the weekend. There are still calls for an inquiry into what happened, but Prime Minister Scott Morrison's view hasn't changed, and that's that it's not possible to hold an inquiry outside the legal system. Reports this morning say there's growing hope from many, including the Prime Minister, that the South Australian coroner will launch an inquiry into the woman's death. It was predicted last week and now it's happened, Claire. China's National People's Congress has put in place a plan which bans any non-patriots from holding political or government positions in Hong Kong. It's seen as the next step into eroding Hong Kong's autonomy. That plan comes on top of the national security law that came into place last year that essentially ended Hong Kong's system of government that separates it from China. The European Union has warned Beijing. Uh, It's one of many blocs that say that they're very concerned about the political and economic implications. And overnight, China's Foreign Minister Wang Yi fronted his annual press conference, he said that Hong Kong's transition from chaos to governance was something that was in the interests of everyone. Many Western countries, as you say, have condemned what is happening in Hong Kong, but to date, China has told them to stay out of its affairs. Over to Myanmar now, and with mass protests continuing and deaths mounting, the international community is being urged to denounce the actions by Myanmar's military. And overnight, our Foreign Minister, Maurice Payne, has moved to do just that, Claire. 
Yeah, Australian aid will no longer be directed uh, to any of Myanmar's government bodies. They're, of course, now under the control of the Myanmar military. Uh, The aid will be redirected through other organisations and put towards supporting persecuted groups, including the Rohingya Muslims. Our government has had a formal relationship with Myanmar's military for some time. What Maurice Payne, our foreign minister, yesterday said was that that was targeted at non-combat areas, so things like English language lessons. That will end now for the time being. The United Nations Security Council, which is an international peacekeeping body, has voiced concern over the situation, but they've stopped short of condemning the coup because of opposition by Russia and China, who view the matter as an internal affair. Two of the most influential faith leaders in the world have sat down for a meeting over the weekend. Claire, this is pretty historic. We're talking about Pope Francis, who's the head of the world's billion-odd Roman Catholics, and Grand Ayatollah Ali al-Sistani, who is the spiritual leader of most of the world's Shia Muslims. It's the first time they've met and the first time any pope has visited Iraq where the meeting took place. They're old blokes. Pope Francis is 84 and the Grand Ayatollah is 90. But as you say, they are very big figures in their religions and uh, having that meeting was seen as a landmark moment in modern religious history to have those two come together to talk about peace and also to condemn extremism in the name of religion is really quite something, as you say, long planned. And now the Pope is actually heading through Iraq and visiting a whole lot of other significant sites. Last night he was in Mosul, which was the northern stronghold of Islamic State, and he's been focusing particularly on persecuted Christians in Iraq and the region. The hope is that meeting could help ease relations between Shia Muslims and Iraq's dwindling Christian minority. And here we are, Claire, again talking about Harry and Meghan's interview with Oprah. Can't avoid it, even if you wanted to, it seems it's pretty big news. <laughs> Look, it really is. It's very unusual for any senior royals, and they still are senior royals, to sit mm. down with media and open up their lives. Of course, the royals don't have a particularly great track record of doing that. They've been car crash interviews pretty much on any other occasion that they've done it, whether you talk about Prince Andrew uh, a little while back uh, Princess Diana before that. These are really big events, which is why it is garnering so much attention. Uh, We'll have to wait and see exactly what Harry and Meghan's truth is as Oprah focuses on what life in the palace was like and why they fled. 7.30pm tonight, Channel 10. Get the popcorn out. Here we go. (laughs) This next one hurts, Claire. Australia lost both the men's T20 cricket series against New Zealand over the weekend. And just a few hours later, the Aussie netball team, the Diamonds, lost the Constellation Cup also against New Zealand. Brutal. The only thing worse than losing to New Zealand is losing twice in one weekend. And that's exactly what's happened, as you say. Uh, The Diamonds were close at halftime and they really fell away. I know you would have been watching that yesterday, Kate. I did. It was exciting. Yeah, but just couldn't get over the line, sadly, at the end. So we've lost that Constellation Cup. We've held on to that for nine years. So that's a double pain there. And when it comes to the T20 men's cricket, uh, we had levelled the series but lost the decider yesterday by seven wickets. I think that's all we need to say about that one. Yeah, move on. 
There's a mice plague in the central west of New South Wales. How about this? Oh, so disgusting. I don't know whether you've actually been in a mouse plague, no. Kate, but they're really, really gross. I've only had mild ones when I was growing up and I still remember them vividly, the sound of mice scattering around the house and getting trapped. But I don't think it's any easier these days, and particularly in New South Wales' central west, uh, absolute hordes of them. They're doing uh, farmers out of crops. Uh, there's going to be significant economic loss out there, but it's just a depressing thing for farmers and for anyone living around there to be trapping thousands of them and disposing of them every day. This sentence was enough for me. Mice start breeding at six weeks of age and can have a litter every 21 days after that, mm. meaning a pair of mice can give rise to 500 offspring in a season. 500, like, yeah. ugh. Squeeze the day, Claire. The 8th of March is a pretty big one, actually. It's International Women's Day, for one thing. It's the anniversary of the founding of the New York Stock Exchange. That was back in 1817. It's the seventh anniversary of the disappearance of flight MH370. That was in 2014. It's also the day of Oprah's interview with Meghan and Harry, of course, as we mentioned. Most of all, though, Claire, it's the Squeeze's fourth birthday. It's our fourth birthday. Who would have thought, Kate, that when we started back in 2017, four years later, we'd still be here? I don't think I did, but, <laughs> but we're having a lot of fun and we're going really well. And mostly it's just a big thank you to Squeeze's for getting us to here. It's very self-indulgent, but we're really stoked to be celebrating our fourth birthday today. Any other squeeze the days from you outside of that? Uh, Well, being a government traditionalist, it's Commonwealth Day, which used to be a big thing, but it's a bit of a relic of the past, but a time to remember the part of the Commonwealth that we are. Oh, there you go. That's appropriate on the day we're going to listen to Meghan and Harry talk about how they don't (laughs) want to be part of the royal family. Indeed. It's also a public holiday for so many people listening, so enjoy (laughs) that. We'll be back, as always, tomorrow. We talk a lot about cybercrime and hacking because almost every day there seems to be some breaking news about another big data breach. But NordVPN can help protect you online, kind of like a cyber bodyguard. It protects your personal and sensitive data while you're online to stop it from falling into the wrong hands. That way, you don't have to worry about keeping your identity and private data safe every time you log on. And even if you make a mistake and click on a dodgy link or open a suspicious email, NordVPN's threat protection will kick in and delete it before it makes a mess of your computer. To find out more and get a great discount, visit NordVPN. VPN.com forward slash squiz today.